Self-worth is the unlock. If you don't know where things are coming from, things that are causing you issues with your daily life, how you think and feel and you're reacting and acting towards people, you can't fix them. Welcome to the Self-Care Savage Podcast. A self-care savage is a term that I've coined that combines elements of self-care in a more assertive and bold approach to taking care of oneself and growing their self-worth. On the Self-Care Savage podcast, we will explore how self-care and self-worth are always in the driver's seat in all parts of our lives and how we act and react to life. If you haven't already, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. And take a quick second to give the podcast a rating and a review. That's how we grow and reach more people to spread the message. Self-worth is the unlock. I want to introduce a new Friday segment to the Self-Care Savage podcast called Connecting the Dots with Your Own Self-Worth. We will be answering listener and social media questions, diving deeper into friendly reminders, and have guests that will bring a unique perspective and tools for you to use to grow and nurture your own self-worth. You're going to love it. See you Friday. Cool. So we're going to do a couple uh, questions for you relating to this week's episode with Maria Scrivan. I said it right. Scrivan. Yes, our children's <laughs> author was on self worth and our our nationally syndicated cartoonist. Yeah, she was great. So the first question I don't have it written down. It's from my wife, Erin G. I could probably just say the name because it's obviously we can't have family on here, Paul. <laughs> Comes from my wife, Erin. And she just was wondering, after listening to the episode with Maria, if you could expand on your journaling process, because you and Maria both talked about it. And um, I think for context, I think my wife used to journal when she was a kid up until college and then kind of fell out of the habit. So, yeah, she was just wondering if you could expand on that uh, for her. In the episode you mentioned, this is how I instruct people to journal or something. So I think that's what she was asking about specifically. So, yeah, if you could just talk about that for a minute, that'd be cool. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, the journaling is really important. I talk about it all the time. I push it all the time. And it's been very, very intricate, valuable piece. And and, and one of the only ways I've been able to move through this self-care savage process. And right off the bat, you know, again, journaling is not about, to me, uh, is not about just having this next to my bed or or somewhere that I sit in the morning or, or at night. This goes with me everywhere. In fact, I usually have several and uh, just depending on some things I may be doing, but I carry my journal with me. Journaling, taking it to the next level is getting in that habit of carrying it with you always, just like your phone, you know, whatever, you know, backpack, whatever it is you carry with you, it needs to to come with you. Feelings aren't going to get processed just when you want them to. Look, it's great to have a journal next to your bed. Look, I'm not, if that's what you do, and at night it helps you clear your mind, I use that for that too. It's a little bit different, maybe getting things out of your head so you can sleep better and things like that. But I'm talking about the journaling that that's going to help you connect the dots, to help you get to where 
you know, you want to understand better how you're feeling, where it's coming from. Uh, I talk about this all the time. If you don't know where things are coming from, things that are causing you issues with your daily life, how you think and feel and you're reacting and acting towards people, you can't fix them, you know? Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 30,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. To get started, you just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then you can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you. If your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you can get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, more scheduling flexibility, and at a more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash SelfCareSavage. That's Better, H-E-L-P dot com slash SelfCareSavage. But if you know and you learn how to journal with with some small techniques, uh, like I always talk about, is trying to connect the dots, and that's what's very important. So when you're you're you get anxious or you're feeling really sad, you get really low mood, or um, you get um, scared, your your fears coming up, whatever it could be, and is trying to understand where it's coming from. A lot of times. You know, it, it does have to do with your environment. You know, what you just ate, what could be the temperatures. Again, I've, I've, I say these things all the time. You can come up with your own list. But that way, as some time goes by, you're able to, whether that's a couple of weeks, could be a couple of months, longer, whatever. But you now you have a, 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 a something to go back to where you can go, okay, well, oh, my gosh. You know, it, I, it every, seems like every time I talk to my mom or... Every time, you know, I go to this particular place or, you know, that's when I get triggered with whatever it could be, being angry, more angry or more anxious. But, you know, again, whatever that is. Journaling is about taking taking your journal, which I know a lot of y'all can't see me, uh, what I'm doing right now. But I have my journal and I just opened it up. Now I have a pen in my hand. Okay. And now I'm going to find an empty page. And I, whatever's going on with me or whatever I'm wanting to write down or need to write down, I have this page now. So what I'm going to do with this pen is I'm going to make it connect with the page. And then I'm going to move the pen around through my brain down into my hand, writing down the things that are in my head right now. That's journal. Everybody. Still, well, you would rather talk about it. You'd rather ask about it. You'd rather, and that's not a criticism. Journaling is about being very active and, 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 and taking action. Just open it up, put the pen to the paper, and write. There's no right or wrong. Journaling is about dumping feelings out. It's things that are going on right now. That's what journaling is to me. That also, so I know we talked about the other question. So I'm just going to kind of lead right into that, if that's okay. Paul. Yeah. You know, 
And, and so this is Paul and I were talking about this earlier, and it was another question that came in, and this was a great question. Why don't you go ahead and read it? I think yeah. maybe let's read yeah. the whole thing because I think everybody needs to hear everything in, in this. Yeah, it's a good one. Let me pull it up. Okay, so here we go. This is from Michelle, by the way. Uh, we'll say Michelle M. Uh, Scott, I recently started listening to your podcast. Thank you. When you talked about giving up on yourself and then hiking and feeling peace in the quiets, I related to that. As a kid and teen, I would ride my horse or go running for peace and to quiet my mind. Uh, chaotic home. Now, as an adult, I do the same thing, adding in hiking and the gym more so than the others. Tonight, I went to the gym and could not get my ass out of the car. Just stuck feeling sorry for myself, feeling down and completely drained of energy. I instead drove to a trailhead, hiked up three miles and back. The quiet brought me peace and I felt good enough to go home. But I know I'll have the exact same struggle tomorrow. Emotions about to explode. I manage it, but after feel depressed, but luckily not angry or wanting to do anything. My question is, will it always be a constant battle to pull myself out of dark places and wanting to give up? I can't tell if it's something in my life making me so unhappy, or if I'm just a depressed person who will always need to manage it. Hope that made sense. Side note, uh, she's in her late 20s. I remember struggling with this back to childhood. I have two young kids. I think that's an added stressor. Uh, thanks again for the great podcast. Stay safe. And once again, that's from Michelle. Yeah, this, there's just so many great pieces in here. And, and, and again, ties into the journaling a little bit. So, so a couple of things. Sometimes this is part of the journaling I'm talking about. A lot of what you just asked me is a lot of stuff you could put on paper. And also, when you had pulled up to the gym, yesterday or whenever exactly that was. And you, you just, again, just couldn't make yourself drum up the energy or get out of the funk you were in or whatever to move into the gym. But the great thing is you did take another outlet. You did take, you did move in somewhere where you did take action. You got on a trail and you, you know, you, you did let, um, you know, you took some, some, some measures that you know were effective because you've done them in the past. Is far and you know, and then you talk about feeling like this is going to happen, you know, the next day. So this is again where the journaling is very important. If this is happening on a regular basis, multiple times a day, every day, once, you know, a couple times a week, whatever. This is why the journal is so important and is taking that time and right, dumping, getting all this stuff out, writing it down, and then maybe having your little checklist. And, I, and think, a few things to think about it, because I think you already connected a dot with part of the question you asked. So you talked about you've dealt with this ever since you were a kid. Well, the chances are very high that you need to connect the dots to what, when you were a kid, this, this, this could be stemming from. I'm not saying it's all going to be that. Even Maybe none of it is. But from what you said... I can't imagine that if you start connecting to some dots, they're going to lead you back to whoever put some thoughts in your head or maybe some traumas that you had. Maybe I don't know. We haven't gotten to that, so I don't know much about it. The reason that I'm, I'm hot on that is the next thing you said was, you know, you gave some information about you and your situation, your age. And, and oh, yeah, I have two small kids of my own. Again, I, I don't. 
I, this is not therapy and I'm not, and I'm not therapizing you, but if that was me or if this one of my kids give me this information, I think you're probably your kids have something to do with maybe triggering some of these things from when you were a kid because you're the one that tied, tied that in a little bit by just saying, I'm wondering if that's part of it. I, my guess is it could be a big part of it if a lot of this stems from your childhood, a lot of what you're you're not for sure you're dealing with and the anger and the, you know, the depression and the anxiety and the things you're feeling. Uh, I think it's all tied in. First of all, you got to heal, but you can't heal. You can't go back and if you don't know what it is. So this is that part of the journaling connecting dots. Personally, my other uh, piece to you that I would tell myself or give my kids is I think that you're a great candidate to go to therapy. Not because I'm feeling like this is something that you can't overcome, but it's I think you can overcome it faster and accelerate it by having somebody to talk to that can ask you questions, help you maybe understand some things you haven't thought about and maybe connect those dots quicker with your journaling. And then you can, you know, they can help you come up with a plan and work with you on dealing with those so you can, can, can reconcile. It's done and over with. It's affecting my life now. It's over. It's done. Come back into the now. That's, this is the cognitive behavioral therapy I talk about. We're not going to go back and relive all these relationships and, and just, you know, uh, tell war stories and how bad it was and poor me and, that's not the cognitive behavioral therapy or a therapist is going to, again, we're going to use, you're going to use that. Okay. This comes, sounds like it's coming from this. I'm feeling like every time I'm with my kids and one of them says this or does this, it triggers me or whatever. These are those connecting those dots where you can maybe go, okay, you know, the reason I feel that way and I'm getting anxious because man, when I did that stuff, when I was a kid, my, you know, I got beat with a belt or locked in the closet. That's an exaggeration, but you know, you understand. Okay. Now you get it. It was something that was imposed on you by the people in your environment, the people, parents, whoever, that put a lot of these these losing your self-worth through how they dealt with you and raised you or whatever the issue could have been. The point is, is that you're an adult now. You have kids, so now you get it. You know where it comes from. You do a little work around it. Again, work with the therapist or if, you're, if you're, you feel like you're in a good place to do that yourself. And then move back here. Realize it, reconcile it, let it go, forgive, forgive yourself, forgive whoever, and come back here. And then that should start relieving all of this going into the gym or, you know, uh, you know, going forward with any fears around these things that are full on you. Therapy, and again, we Better Health sponsors us through this. Again, I'm going to point to them only because you don't have to go anywhere. You can do it online. You can try a cognitive behavioral therapist if not working for you. Try another discipline if you want. Whatever you want to do, again, the point is, is you're able to do it with the kids, whatever. You can find those little spots and um, that can help you jumpstart things. So BetterHelp is a good thing for that. So I hope that answered your question. The journaling, those are both great questions that tied into to all that. And uh, yeah, it's the greatest thing in the world. It's the hardest thing. It's hard. But it's one of the greatest things. Thank you for listening. And I hope my podcast has helped you in some way taking the path 
to becoming a self-care savage. Make sure to subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.